Hello, darlings, and welcome to your favorite export guide. I am your host, Gap Galore, and this is an invitation inside my mind. So walk with me. This will be a journey, and I do need to get a few things off my mind. So first of all, if anybody tells you that I'm their ex, they're delusional. Let me tell y'all something. And if my confidence offends you, please forgive me. I am so not sorry. But yes, I have been dealing with men since college. I have been having sexual relations with the male folk since the age of 18. So that I have been doing that at my own convenience, honestly. Um, I was never focused on getting a man, keeping a man, pleasing a man. None of that. It just wasn't, wasn't important to me. I was out making friends and traveling and get, gaining new experiences and figuring out who I am. Because I always like, who are, like, who are you? Gabrielle, who are you? So that was my goal throughout my my life, my up to my 20s, up to like, what was it, 28? I can't think of how old I was when I moved to New York. But around that time, uh, life slowed down and my shadow smacked me in my face. Everything got dark. And then I decided I wanted, you know, a male partner, right? I wanted a partner. Well, since I did spend all this time getting to know myself and growing myself, my starting point was, you know, was at a higher level, right? So I don't have the experience y'all had with, you know, of he don't do this, do that. No, no, no. I started at a point where you guys, some of you guys haven't even reached yet. Like, honestly, y'all still attracting scum and making excuses for them. No, 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 no. I started off at a good level, and I'm like three in, like three, three. The first one, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. He was just, you know, it was it was nice. It was nice to have feelings for someone. That's he taught me that. Um, the next one was <laughs> a liar. He's married, which was, you know, in hindsight, mm, I'm not that tore up about it because that lets me know that I wasn't listening to my intuition because how could I know? How could I not know that, right? So that was a lesson. This this recent current one, oh, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to stay in this. And when I talk to some of my, you know, my homegirls or anything about it previously, they gave me fucked up advice, right? Because they were speaking of their experience and i'm like wait a minute ew i wouldn't even got that far if this was the case so no so no i'm not asking for advice i'm not you know looking to anyone else i'm just going to give him my what do you call that not even two weeks notice my departure letter because you're great you're a great man but you're not showing up how i deliberately told you i need you to show up so I'm just going to excuse myself from this situation and most likely just flow into someone who better aligns with me. I don't care if you're not abusive verbally or anything like that. I don't, I don't need that to be the breaking point. I don't need you to be a liar to be a breaking point. I don't need you to, I don't know what else do women complain about. Because I'm like, ew. Like, I, I don't think he has other women. I don't think he's lying to me. I don't feel he's... um intentionally trying to be manipulative i just think he's emotionally unavailable 
And he lacks communication with me on the regular, and that's just not enough. Like, I'm sorry. You know, um, I wish you well. I hope you continue therapy and learn how to understand your emotions so that you can um, connect with mine, and we can grow, and we can actually have conversations about feelings because you're not afraid of them anymore. But that's it. Like, other than that, he's, he's perfect. He's amazing. But so am I. And... From all this experience of sticking to myself all these years, I know I can step away from any situation, any situation, and focus on my goals because they're going to keep going and growing and better myself and then attract someone else. Like, I'm, I'm not even I'm not even downloading the apps anymore. Like, I'm done. I think I'm going to be abstaining from sex for a while, too, because... <sighs> They don't deserve it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They do not deserve. And I'm like all for like women who be like, oh, I can fuck who I want. I can have sex when I want to. You, you do have that right. But with great power comes great responsibility. And I got some great power here. And they don't, they don't deserve it. I'm going to need you to prove to me before that you deserve it. And if you can't even tell me how you feel, then you don't deserve it. And I don't expect to attract anything less because listen to me, like I'm, I'm so, <laughs> I'm up there. My confidence is high. My standards are high. My morals are high. And you know why they are? It's because I'm not afraid to be alone. I enjoy being alone. I live alone. It's just, I don't know. I, I know how to connect with people when I, when I want them around. But do I need a partner? Absolutely not. I don't need one. I'm, you know, independent, autonomous. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I'm going to do whatever I feel is right for me. And I have never regretted doing what's right for me. So there's that. And y'all can try to get trip me about being in my 30s and single, not having kids. Ha, 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 tricks on you. Jokes on you, I should say. Because now you're mad because I can't contribute to the conversation y'all complain about your men and your kids it, it's okay i'm fine with that i don't want to trauma bond with you guys because you felt like that was your only option some women are just now seeing what i've seen so long ago and they're trying to like get away from the you know get away from the what do you call it, the cultural standard of oh i need to spend time away from my kids or my man see see i understand that i understand why you feel that way just imagine a life of not being stressed by other people because you created them with someone that you don't know because you don't know yourself and you didn't realize who you were attracting in your life. Yeah, yeah. It's it's great. And, you know, and for all the ones that are saying, like, you're going to change your mind. You're going to feel different. I, I change my mind all the time. I'm a moody bitch. I'm, I'm a cancer. I'm very, very moody. Let me tell you, I, I look at life in thirds, right? So with anything, my goals, my lifestyle, whatever, there's one third of the time that is going to be amazing, amazing. One third of the time is going to be okay. Like, it's not perfect, but it's not bad. And the one third of the time where it's going to be fucking shitty. Like, ugh. Uh, I'm going to be crying and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm totally fine with it because I know every time I go through a sad phase, I come out with answers and solutions and I grow and enjoy the other stages even more. So it's really nothing y'all could project on me that'll make me take your advice. If I would not trade places with you and currently... 
There's not any of my peers. I should just say the ones that try to give me advice. And it's funny how the people who aren't happy with their lives try to give advice. But the people who try to give me advice, I <laughs> giggle it off because why, why, would I, why would I listen to you when you haven't even stepped where I've stepped yet? And I haven't stepped where you step. And let's just be honest, I don't want to. I don't want to be where you are. You can't understand where I am, so... That's that. Um, I know I'm a mirror for a lot of people, which it pisses me off quite a bit because sometimes I'm in that shitty one third of my point in my life and people are like projecting their shit on me. And I take it personal. I do because I'm vibrating lower and it feels very personal. And then I had to come up a little bit to my eh, it's OK phase. And I'm like, well, why, why did they do that to me? And then when I finally analyze like, oh, they were speaking about themselves because they can only see their world. They can't even really conceptualize where I'm standing or what, where I'm coming from. So then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back to being amazing because I'm like, you know what? That didn't even matter. It had nothing to do with me. I just needed to experience that to appreciate who I am and what I have. And it does suck that sometimes you have to you have to receive and take on other people's things to feel more grateful and appreciative for your own. But we as a human race are just we, we can get ungrateful and being happy all the time could be boring like honestly you like you need some excitement you need something to trigger all these other different emotions and negative emotions are not the devil or the bad things that you want to repress and hide from no they help you teach they help teach you things they help you grow they help you appreciate the good moves like Negative emotions, if I'm sad or angry or mad or whatever, anything negative, depressed, I sit in that. I feel it. I feel as much of it as I can. I cry, but I also journal because I want to be aware of the feeling that I have, the thoughts that go along with it and how I got there. And I'll sit there and I'll analyze that so I can know what I need to learn from it. It's not that I'm trying to avoid it from happening again, because if I avoid it from happening again, then I'm going to end up just going through the same cycles over and over and over. And then those cycles become my personality traits and I just become a that's just who I am person. No, no, I, I, I could never. I like when people try me because I feel like they try me at the right times. I like when people. Mm, what, what else is what is another word I could use? for trying i like when i feel triggered by other people's actions because most of the time it really has nothing to do with me and i'm just taking it personal because of whatever emotional state that i'm already in right because if i'm feeling amazing you, you can't trigger me you won't trigger me but if i'm feeling shitty i'm probably offended by anything that i've ever thought of before if it comes something remotely close to it comes out of your mouth i'm offended and that's just that's just how we are as humans. And I think it's such, I'm so grateful to be able to understand that. Because the more I understand it and the more I practice that, like I'm going through these cycles quicker and quicker and quicker. Yes, there's still one third of my life where I feel shitty, but that shitty feeling is less heavy. It's less heavy. I can still do life 
and feel shitty. There was a point in my t- in my life a few years ago during the pandemic. I think it was before the pandemic, 2019, when those shitty feelings were so crippling I couldn't get out of bed because I didn't understand them, because I didn't understand my emotions, because I was too busy repressing them, because I had this happy go lucky like that was that was my um my reputation. And it was just something that I learned to get by. Like, it was just something that, you know how some people just become negative and mean? I just became happy because that's what I knew it worked for me. And that was not healthy. That's when I learned that when people say they just want to be happy all the time, it's not true. It's not true. Because being happy all the time is not, it's not that fun. It's really not. You can also become miserable but by being stuck in any one emotion for too long. You got to let them flow and fluctuate. It's a cycle. Like, legit, we all go through ages, phases, and stages and cycles, especially as women. Like, we think that our cycle is just those three to whatever, nine days. Some people bleed for nine days. It's crazy. That we bleed per month. That's the only part of our cycle. Some people can acknowledge PMS, but no, 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 no. There's actually four phases to that cycle. Four phases, and half of them are shitty. Like the luteal phase, which is basically PMS. For me, that lasts for two whole weeks. And then I bleed for about three days, which is, is not as bad, but it's still not great. And then I go into my follicular phase where I'm, I'm coming. I call it my great week because I'm just coming like everything that I thought about and brainstormed, do all my sad phases, I can bring to life. It's just I'm I have so much energy and so much motivation and so much creativity. And then when I get to ovulate and forget it, I'm going to get everything I want. I'm literally going to draw in everything that I want those few days that I ovulate. And then right after, I'm going to slowly decline to go back into my luteal phase for two whole weeks of like being at war with myself, being wishy-washy, being up and down. But I've noticed it and been aware of it for years now. So now I can use it to my advantage my cycle is my superpower i know when i can be amazing when i can be yes okay and when i'm gonna be shitty you know and sometimes being shitty is beneficial because that's the time that you may need to actually you know put your foot down and say no like saying no is just important as saying yes this is why being sad and angry is just as important as being happy it's all important and I cannot preach this enough. Spend time with yourself, understand yourself, love yourself, and then you too will realize that you don't need a partner or children or a career, anything to make you feel complete. All those things you can still have, because I do plan to have, well, you know, maybe have those things one day, but I'm going to track them as a bonus, not as a necessity. Right. Because I, I, for one, think I will be a phenomenal mother and raise phenomenal children. And I really want a grandchild. So I know in order to have a grandchild, I got to find a man folk that I like enough to reproduce with to create a child and raise that child in a healthy relationship, healthy lifestyle. So they, too, can attract a healthy, loving partner. And these two can get together. And birth and raise my healthy, beautiful, brilliant grandchild that I can chill with. That's that's one of my biggest goals. And generational wealth, of course, because I know I don't like working. I, I don't work, honestly. I 
money always just comes to me. I always have more than enough money. Don't ask me how. It's just the alignment I am in the world. I don't like working, but I am a creative person. I like creating things. And I don't like using my creations as work. Like, I like to let my creations work for me, but I'm not going to submit my creations as work. And I know that may not make sense to a lot of people because they're like... You need money to live and all this. Uh, uh, I think I'm proof that you kind of actually don't. Because most of my life I haven't had money, but I had everything else that I want. And when I say I haven't had money, I haven't been, I haven't been flashy or having anything extra. I'm a minimalist. So, you know, I can make what some people call no money because they blow it so fast. It's no money to them. But I can make it give me this luxurious single independent lifestyle in Buckhead, Atlanta, you know, with no worries while I need the space to clear my mind and not focus on another job. I do like being a part of a team and creating things. So I'm kind of in and out of the workforce, freelance, if you will. But I don't depend on labor that makes me unhappy and uncomfortable to live the life that I desire to live. Like my thing that I wake up every Sunday, because Sunday is a self-care Sunday for me. Every Sunday, I wake up and think, if I was to die next week, what would I need to do this week to feel fulfilled in my life? Right? I've been thinking that for a while. And... At this point, it's nothing. Like, I, look, God forbid, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to bring that upon me, but death, it happens, and I think we should be prepared for it and to some degree. But if I were to die next week, I would still go about this week as planned because I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I've done everything that I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. I didn't really put off anything, you know, and there are things that I do see happening later in my life. I do see myself living a long life, a very long. I'm only 31. Like most millionaires, billionaires started their business at like 33, between 33 and 37. So within the next two years, now that I have all this mental clarity and understanding myself, do you, do you not, there's nothing that I cannot make and make come to fruition like it's nothing that I cannot have for myself when it comes to success and family and friends and love so I do plan to live long and get there but if I didn't oh well like you know what I'm saying like I I feel so fulfilled almost every week not gonna say every day because some days I just wake up and I'm like "Mm mm-mm but the luxury of being freelance and not a worker is that I can just go back to sleep and feel better after I walk my dog because he don't play that. But I'm saying all that to say is that this is just me, I don't know, boasting about how grateful I am for the person that I've become. I'm not trying to tear anyone else down. I, I really just want to be your favorite example. The example of... Everything does not have to be perfect and you can feel at peace. The example of life is what you make it. The example of mindset matters. The example of trusting yourself, knowing yourself, being aware of yourself. 
And that's all I want. Because I think we all, I don't think I'm doing like anything magical over here. The only thing that I can say that I had an advantage of is that I've been thinking like this since I was very young. You know, I know a lot of people, depending on how they were brought up as children and what they see um, in, the, in their world, it kind of it kind of shapes their goals and what they want. They didn't see better. If they grew up in people telling them that they can't get to this because they came from that. And usually it's their parents, honestly. Boomers were the fucking worst. I don't the boomer generation, I love y'all. I love y'all, but y'all are so selfish and entitled and stuck in your ways, which I guess you know you guys earned that. You guys had more abuse and struggle than we did and you paved the way for us but we legit like we legit fought y'all all the way all the way through and i know you don't understand it i know you don't understand why we feel this way it's like we're all being ungrateful but you know you guys raised us on survival and then we had to learn what love was and a lot of us learned what love was because we didn't experience it. We saw it elsewhere, you know? And I know it becomes more of a, a class thing than a race thing. Because I, I do see it. I do see people of other races experiencing and acknowledging that they had the same type of trauma from their parents. So I think it's just a class thing. And we're going to blame capitalism or making people poor and give them the slavery mindset and all that to make you raise your children and instill these, these traumatic values into your children so that they could be workers and make money and stay out of trouble and keep their head down and, you know, keep this economy going because what would it be without the worker bees? Yeah. I get that. And, and kudos to you guys that are okay with that because I know there's people who have been generational worker bees and just okay with not having a lot or not and just feeling fulfilled with what they have and just, you know, having kids and getting married young and working as maybe like a nurse or something. It, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not shaming anyone, but for the people that I know are like unsatisfied with their life. And they keep thinking back on what they learned from their parents and their aunties and their cousins and everything they saw growing up. And from watching TV and, you know, being limited to so many low vibrational, only low vibrational aspects. Like for me, I feel like I had a balance. I had a balance. I experienced what was around me and then I would always look for more. And then more, and then more, you know? And I know a lot of people do not want more. They just want to be okay with what they have. And it all just starts with how you think about it. It all starts with how you think. And it's hard to change how you think, especially as an adult, because we like to focus on, oh, I know this, and I know that, and I know that, because knowing things make you feel safe. But knowing things keep you in the same pattern, okay? So the more I grow, especially into my 30s, I realize that I know nothing and I'm willing to learn and I want to learn myself. Like legit, there's only a few things that I can concretely say about myself is that I crave growth. Um, I'm balanced. And I'm full of love and life. That's the that's, that's only thing concrete about me. I don't want to say like, um, you know, I'm... I can't even think of words because I don't speak like that. 
uh what's i'm a crybaby things like that like no no i'm happy go like no it's i'm not putting any titles on me because they fluctuate with the the ages and phases and stages of me like gab is very you know she's not monolithic she's she's a layered individual and a lot of people are attracted to that a lot of people are some are intimidated by it but they're still attracted to it like they just want to watch it you know what i'm saying a lot of people are attracted to it they want to be a part of it but they don't know how to handle it and one thing about me is I will not be mismanaged by anyone else, okay? If I'm going to be mismanaged, it's going to be by moi. <laughs> and I don't like the way I feel when I mismanage myself, so we're just not going to have that. Even in the shitty phases, even when I feel the worst, like I'm just crying, I can't get out of bed, I want to sleep all day, my eating habits are trash. Even when I'm like that, I'm still not mismanaging myself because I'm still listening to what my body and my mind and my spirit are telling me, and I'm going to implement that. Because I know every shitty phase is for a reason. Probably something I've been letting slide for too long because it felt good, right? Because being happy can be addictive. Feeling good can be addictive. So you want more and more and more. And that's what I learned, especially when it comes to like a romantic partner. You just want more of that good feeling that they give you. And then you don't realize that you're subconsciously treating, teaching, you're teaching them that, 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 now I can't talk. You're subconsciously teaching them that it's okay to treat you with the bare minimum. Like you're, you're, treat, you're teaching them that you are going to accept anything that they give, whether it's less and less and less. And that's where you have to step back and realize like, ooh, ooh, my bad. I did that. My fault. <laughs> but yeah, I just, that's pretty much... Where, who I am and where I am at this point in life at 31 years old in 2022 on planet Earth. And I just want to share this with the people who care because this is why it's a podcast, right? It's not just an Instagram or a Facebook post because a lot of people, they just go scroll through that by, you know, habit. They don't really care too much. But if you take the time to listen to, subscribe, like, comment, or share my podcast, that means you're, you really are interested in how I think and what I have to say. And I appreciate you. And if you're here, that means you really are looking for something more. Because I don't think I'm just here. I'm not, I'm not here just to brag and tell you about who I am. I want you to see that you are everything that you desire. If you desire something, if you are envious or jealous of something, that means you know, subconsciously, you know that you have the capability of experiencing that feeling of whatever it is that you're desiring. You know that you are deserving of that feeling. And the challenge now is to figure out why am I not there? Like, what, what am I doing now? And what do I need to add or take away to get to what I'm desiring? That's it. That's it. We all are meant, we're, we are all meant to have everything that we desire. That's point blank, period. And if you're, if you want to stay stuck in your way and self-sabotaging because it feels comfortable, it feels familiar, 
That's okay too. Maybe you're meant to show people what not to do. Like maybe you're that parent that your kids are going to look at him like, oh, I don't want to be as regretful and sad as my, you know, my parents. Or like that auntie that's just always that, you know, the babies are noticing or is always in a bad mood and complaining like, oh, I don't want to be that. Let me figure out why they're that way. And then one day you're on a drunk night or drunk or high or whatever you're rambling. You talk about all the things that you're afraid to do. And then you're going to help these, the next generation. Like, damn, I'm going to learn and overcome these fears because i don't want to be you some of that's some of y'all role and that's totally okay you know some people are meant to suffer i don't want to make it seem like everybody's meant to have a good life because that's not how the world works it's truly not we're not all meant to live great happy lives we all have a purpose and we all play off each other i do think you know we all should would will i don't know the word um let me think what's more appropriate. I, I do think we're all capable, okay, capable of experiencing all these emotions and we can lean towards um, happiness if we choose or sadness if we choose. Like our brains only understand comfortable and uncomfortable. And that's true for everybody. So if being sad, angry, miserable makes you comfortable, then that's what you're going to keep choosing. If it makes you uncomfortable, then you're going to fight against it. So, you know, I guess the first way in changing your, your lifestyle would be to change your mindset and be uncomfortable with the things that make you upset. And that's all I got. I'm, I'm done rambling for this episode. Um, stay tuned. I'm going to be dropping new episodes every Tuesday around 7, 12 a.m. So, you know, that that's my number. I want to be consistent. And that's what I the time I chose because it's so it's so me. Right. I was going to do p.m. But I know I like to listen to podcasts in the morning. So 7, 12 a.m. So I will be dropping episodes every Tuesday. Some with just me ranting. I'm going to bring on other people, people who um, I feel can add to the conversation, whether it's contrary to how I feel, because, you know, we need balance. I know everyone doesn't think like me, and I don't think the same at all times, so I, and I like playing off other people. So I'm going to have guests on the show. If you would like to be a guest on my show, please hit me up. I would love to speak with any of you. Um, if you want to just write in um, or comment somewhere on our Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, email, contact me in any way we can just i can read what you guys comment or uh <laughs> or email on the podcast and that could be a part of the discussion or i can bring you on and you yourself your voice can be a part of the discussion because i really think the conversation needs to be had whether you strongly agree or strongly disagree or you're very lukewarm and you just want to know more i'm open i want to share don't don't worry don't even um, think that you can hurt my feelings because, you know, my feelings are not up to be hurt. I'm not allowing that. So don't worry about that. Say whatever you whatever feels is true to you. And um, there's no limits. I'm not restricting anything. You can curse if you want. I'm kind of getting away from it just because some of those words trigger like hurtful things to me. So, you know, whatever. But only I can hurt my feelings, and I hope the same is for you. So when we come on here, please be mindful of what you're offended by. 
Because please forgive me. I'm so not sorry for being me. I'll never be sorry for being who I needed to be in the moment. And you shouldn't either. So, yeah. Tune in, guys. My wifeies. This is your favorite ex, Gab Galore. Bye.